Man, I am still bummed. Over Taylor, Taylor Hawkins. Yeah, sad. Uh, generally nice guy. Um, my favorite band. You know, after the debacle of, um, I wasn't gonna get to go to Boston because I had to work. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> well, I got credit for the airline, so I was gonna go to Boston at the end of May, and the Foo Fighters were playing there. But oh, not gonna happen now. We'll get into Taylor in a minute. You know, we went did it to our podcast last week because we were obviously too infatuated with watch, watching the Oscars. Boy, what a show that was! Not, I didn't even know if this if this particularly wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't even know the Oscars were on. I didn't know until you text me yeah. the clip, yeah, and that's the only thing I watched from it. Yeah, yeah and here it is. Javier and his wife are both nominated. Now, if she loses, he can't win. <laughs> I realized his wife was Temple Cruz. Oh, you didn't know that? Lord! <coughs> Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. Alright? Not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jalaza. That was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh oh, Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow! Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Nick <laughs> Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can go. Okay. That was a... Greatest night in the history of television. Okay. He really played that Could you imagine that recovery if you got somebody went up and slapped you in the middle of an Oscars speech and you're still able to recover like that and make a joke? It was it was really Chris Rock deserves a lot of credit for that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know that I would have been able to play it off that well. Yeah, and I, I don't get it. I don't know what Will Smith was going on through his head. He was laughing at the time he Chris Rock made the joke. And then people had say people had said that then Jada had given given him that look like yeah that's side eye how dare you you know um, so then I think that's what got him and you know I mean honestly I think that part of it too was maybe the joke that had happened earlier about their open marriage like he he might have been uncomfortable with that too. The, the point being, though, is comedians are going to be comedians. They're going to tell jokes. The point being, too, is you have no right to put your hands on someone else like that. You, you don't have a right to do that. Personally, I think Chris Rock should teach him a lesson and 
sue him civilly. That's what I think he should do, but... Yeah, he decided not to press charges. Yeah, I'm not saying he has to press charges, but I still think he should sue him civilly to teach him a lesson. You don't put your hand... You don't have the right to put your hands on someone. Well, the other thing that was kind of disturbing was he went up and uh, he won Best Oscar for the Serena Williams movie. Um. And they gave him a standing ovation. Gave him a standing ovation. Right after, it's like, did you guys already forget about him slapping someone? And I, I think, I think that he, I think whatever the pressure is, whatever the pressure Will Smith is under, there's something underlying there. That Clearly, he has something to which he needs counsel. He needs help. He's obviously struggling. You could tell, like, with the whole... The way he broke down. ...speech and, and everything. Yeah. Like, he is clearly struggling with something and needs help. But he still doesn't have the right to slap somebody. Yeah, and he came out and he did formally apologize to Chris a couple days later. And uh, he withdrew from the Academy. Which, what that means is you don't get the screener copies of the movies you know, you don't get the advanced copies and you don't get to vote for best picture and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So really, that doesn't really mean shit. And I don't think they're going to take the award away from him. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that they will either. But I mean, I mean it was kind of weird, too, that they asked him to leave and he refused to. I mean, maybe he was method acting because uh, <laughs> Serena and Serena's dad was kind of a, an abusive guy. I don't know if he was violent. I don't know how much I'm going around slapping people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you even watch that movie? Yeah, I. Yeah, I watched it. I thought it was pretty good. I don't yeah. know if he deserved Best Actor or not, but I didn't really see a lot of the movies. I mean, he portrayed the guy well because they showed the clips of the guy at the end, and I'm like, okay, yeah, he had the accent and everything going on and you know talked like him but also do you believe that the uh the academy actually asked him to go home well apparently they told his publicist he should leave and he said no i'm not leaving is that like if i go to a go to a concert or something like that and security asked me to leave i'm like no uh no i'm not leaving i choose not to yeah, i choose not I'm to i'm gonna stay yeah mm, i don't I wonder if that's like a product of. You would think uh, he would leave if they, if he. Yeah. Like I would have, I would have been like, I'm not wanted here. Like, okay, I'll the, leave. The move he should have made is, you know, keep your wife's name out of your fucking mouth and gotten up and left, and that's it. And everybody would be like, oh shit, and Chris Rock would have been like, oh shit, I just ruined the night. Yeah, I mean, he could have done many things to look like he was defending his wife and not end up looking like an asshole. You know, he, he could have, yeah, if they would have got up and left, that would have made Chris Rock look like the asshole. You know, they would have been like, gosh, you're going to make fun of a lady with a, the hair issue. And then you know? now all this movies are put on hold. You know, he was going to make a bad boys four, but they say they kind of, production on that. I didn't even know there was a Bad Boys 3. I knew there was a part 2, but... You know, and really what Chris Rock says, you know, I mean, if you ever heard Ricky Gervais, like, doing 
host the Oscars, and Chris wasn't even hosting. But, you know, here, here's one from Ricky Gervais and from 2016. Matt Damon is here tonight, so that works a treat, doesn't it? <laughs> to be fair, The Martian was a lot funnier than Pixels. Uh, but then again, so was Schindler's List. <laughs> Just a film. <laughs> All female remakes are the big thing. There's a female remake of Ghostbusters. There's going to be a female remake of Ocean's Eleven. And this is brilliant for the studios because they get guaranteed box office results and they don't have to spend too much money on the cast. So... <laughs> Shut up, I don't care. <laughs> Listen. If you do win tonight, remember that no one cares about that award as much as you do, okay? <laughs> Don't get emotional, it's embarrassing, okay? That award is, no offence, worthless. <laughs> it's a bit of metal that some nice old confused journalists wanted to give you in person so they could meet you and have a selfie with you. That's all it is. I've got three. I've got three Golden Globes myself, so I can say one's a doorstop, one I used to hit burglars with, and one I keep by the bed to, doesn't matter why, it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. I want it fair and square. It's just the right shape and size. It's nothing. <laughs> yeah, so to be clear, that was a joke about me shoving Golden Globes that I've won up my arms. See, I mean, that was quite a lot more offensive. And it is the truth that, that like, people don't realize about these uh, award shows. It's more it's like bought and paid for. Mm-hmm. It's that, well, how you promote it and you lobby and campaign. And, you know, Will Smith did the best job campaigning for that. Right. Maybe he uh, was still campaigning when uh, he went up and slapped him. <laughs> you know, but uh, one show I like is uh, the new John Cena show. On a, it's on HBO. Haven't seen it. Well, I have. Ex- we're gonna go jump forward in time. Okay, this is exclusive audio from the future, where The Rock is gonna present John Cena for the award for Best Actor this year. Okay. Okay. You understand something about me, John? Understand this: you strip away WrestleMania. You strip away the glitz, the glamour, the lights. You strip away Hollywood, the movies, the fame. You strip away the catchphrases. You strip away trending worldwide. You strip it all away. Look at me. You strip it all if, away if, if at do, The Rock's core. What do you at got? The Rock's core. We strip it away. What the do you got? The Rock is six foot four, 260 pounds of man that will rip your throat out. It's a little harsh for an award speech. Well, presentation. He's given Cena the award here. At your core, you will always be a little boy who will go down in history always as the Rock's bitch. Those are harsh words. Now that's what the word shows are going to become now from now on. It's going to be like that. WrestleMania? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> right? Yeah. 
think it comes down to, I, I don't think in whatever age we're living in, and we have these, our politicians do that, they beat each other up and they may insult each other. You know, I wonder if that bleeds over to like real life and shit. And it goes in with a, you know, whatever Will's depression going on or whatever is, whatever his dad was kind of a violent guy and stuff like that. And then you have like the Kanye who's clearly off his rocker, mm-hmm. you know, threatening uh, Kim and Pete and stuff like that and, and won't leave him alone. These are all examples of why mental health needs to be taken more seriously in our society. I mean, there's mental health, too. Yeah, why doesn't why didn't somebody go, hey, Kanye, why don't you see a therapist? You know, because this clearly isn't right. Well, he knows that he has something wrong with him, too. He's, well, he's already bipolar. talked about... Yeah, he talked about being bipolar. Yeah, but bipolar doesn't so. mean you're going to go out and threaten people. I don't know why he can't just move on <laughs> like she has. Like, you can't... You're Kanye West. Go Just go find somebody new. You know? Just yeah. go find someone new. She clearly is not interested. She clearly is into Pete Davidson now. Like, leave it alone. The only rough part is, you know, when... After I have a breakup, I don't want to see who who that person is with after, and it's it's got to be a little bit infuriating to Kanye that it's, it's whatever Pete and Kim do is all over the news, but right. still no reason. Yeah, but they're celebrities. I mean, luckily for us, we don't have to really see our, we don't have to see our exes like all over the place. You know what I mean? Uh, Trevor Noah had probably had the best point. Like if. If this is what Kim Kardashian has to go through and she can't get away from a psycho, what do normal women have? Right? Exactly. You know, a restraining order, would a restraining order really work? Hell, I mean, I had a situation, you know, with like... Sometimes it doesn't. I I was physically threatened by somebody, assaulted, um, last year, and I tried to get a restraining order and I couldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, you say it was an isolated incident. I had a restraining order against someone, an ex, long time ago, and uh, he didn't really, he didn't really pay much attention to it. I mean, he still continued to call and harass. Then decided to break into my house one day, so he ended up getting arrested for that and charged because he shot his gun off in my house too. Goes, uh, breaks into your house, shoots his gun off. Yes, and then tried to say, well, I was trying to, I was going to kill myself. And I'm like, okay, well, thanks for not doing that. But I'm like, yeah, you need help. Like, you, we're not together anymore. You know? Huh. You know, since we're on this, I guess this is like our celebrity episode. No heavy topics, topics. We're all talking about just celebrities and stuff. Uh, the, the other sad one that came out this week was Bruce Willis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His and the fascia. Yeah. Which I had never even heard of. I didn't even know it was a thing. I know. It kind of sounds like, it sounds like, you know, like dementia or um, like Alzheimer's. Like. Well, I don't know how, like, you lose your function to be able to speak and understand language. So I guess for his past few couple years when he was doing movies, he would have an earpiece and he would have someone telling him his lines in the earpiece. 
until it got eventually got so bad where you can't do that anymore. Mm. Um, usually comes after a stroke or a head injury. Gabby Giffords, she suffers from it, but she was shot in the head. Maybe, maybe he had like a mini stroke that he didn't even know about, or could be. Yeah, but he was only yeah. he's only sixty seven. It's kind of sad. Yeah. I mean, I guess he wasn't the nicest guy overall, but nobody deserves that. I couldn't imagine. Can you imagine trying to live life and you can't understand what people, you can't communicate? Yeah. I know. Even if Does it affect their memory, too? Like, I'm or... not sure. I mean, it would really drive you crazy if you're fully functioning in the head, but you can't communicate. You can't get the words out. Yeah. And you can't understand what people are saying to you. But I wonder if, it, like, in your head, I wonder if you're thinking straight like must be like be like torture like yeah i know what i want to say but i can't say it and then i don't understand what this person's saying back to me so uh, we'll round it back to taylor hawkins um he was only 50 years old yeah he died in south america while they were on tour in his hotel and I guess they found uh, traces of heroin, antidepressants. Um, there's a bottle of vodka in this room. Um, marijuana. You know. He had a variety of things. Yeah. They found nine different substances in the system. But they also said his heart was twice the weight of what it should be. So I was wondering maybe if he had a heart issue and that contributed to it. Well, I mean, I don't, it can't be good to be doing all those different things at once like that either. I mean, no, that can't be good for your body. And the thing about him is everybody loved him. If you see the tributes online, every single band made a post of how great oh, yeah. this guy and what a nice guy he, he is. He was always like a happy looking guy, like always smiling and everything. Yeah, but he, he uh, almost OD'd back about 20 years ago. So, but... Since then, he had a wife, had three kids that he left behind. I can't imagine what, like, Dave Grohl is going through. You you would, it's so sad that someone in his position, I mean, like, with all that money and stuff, like, he clearly knows that he, that something's wrong with him because he's self-medicating. And it's like, why he wouldn't try to go get help? He has the means to, Yeah. he has the means to do it. Well, this is what. So I went back, I was listening to some interviews of him, and this is him talking about depression. You know, like you said, people, you know, you got it so together. I mean, that just goes to show you, you know, it doesn't matter what's in, you know, what's in your bank account or how many hits are on your YouTube page or all that kind of crap. It all goes out the window if you're, like Dave said, if you're not feeling not feeling right, you know, and so um, Chris would like not to get to hear Chris Cornell make another record again is my selfish version of it. And there's so there's such a bigger, you know, such a bigger hurt beyond my own selfish. You know, I barely knew him a little bit, but what I did know, he was super cool. I didn't know Chester very well at all, but I knew Chris a little bit and Dave knew him a little bit too, and. We just loved his records, man. Like we, some of the first stuff me and Dave ever jammed on when we 
would just goof around in the jam room and like in the rehearsal room in between. But I can remember as far back as when I first joined the band and me and you just playing like, you know, Soundgarden riffs together. You know, so, you know, who who knows? You can have like extra, like Robin Williams would be another example of someone that you didn't realize was suffering with a disease. And yeah, Robin, Robin Williams, though, was a little bit different, right? Because didn't he get diagnosed with something and didn't want to deal with that? Yeah. I mean, so that's, I'm not saying he didn't also have depression, but, um, yeah, I mean, depression is a bitch. It, it's a difficult thing to deal with, you know, and we've, yeah. we've seen... Example after example of people who have, like they said, a lot of hits on the charts and still... Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they still don't feel good. You know, I'm not saying that we don't know whether Taylor Hawkins was depressed, but he had had to be. If he was self-medicating, he was in some sort of pain. Then you know, yeah, he knows that something's wrong with him. He knows something doesn't feel right. You know, and you do... Like he said, you get that selfish thing where I was like, God damn, I was going to go see the Foo Fighters this summer. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Or is the band over? Is my favorite band over? Am, am I not going to you know, get to have new Foo Fighters music again? Just like new Linkin Park you know, music or I don't know. It's sad when any of them go. Or like Tom Petty when he passed away from me. That was a heart attack, but I guess he was... Wasn't he, like, uh, on coke or something like that when he had a heart attack or something like that? I can't remember what drugs were in his system, but it was it was something. I can't remember what it was. And some people always go... I think he had um, a lot of pain issues and had to take things to deal with, like, um, not necessarily mental pain, but physical pain. Yeah. And people always say, you know, like, oh, well, you know, why are you so upset about this celebrity dying? And, well, it's because, you know, certain people like, especially like Chester or Chris Cornell and now Taylor Hawkins, it's because these guys made music that got me through the day every day. And even when you're feeling depressed, you know what I mean? If I'm feeling a little bit down, I'm putting on a Foo Fighters song. Or maybe I'm feeling depressed and I just want to wallow in it. I'll listen to some Linkin Park because it's like, oh, hey, that's fucking my head. You know, and the fact that, you know, I think it's 22 veterans commit suicide every single day. And that's what they always use. Well, don't you care about the veterans? Of course. Why don't we have better mental health care for our veterans? I care about everyone that commits suicide. It's like, like people, people saying that is like, do I have to care about one group specifically more than another group? They're in like that's in that's a, such a stupid argument for people to make. It's like I care that anyone is doing it. Yeah, like if I talk about this, doesn't mean I'm, I can't be upset about this too. I'm just I talking know. about this at the particular time. But also something like with because I've had people I know commit suicide, and when a celebrity like Taylor said, somebody who looks like they have everything and they commit suicide or whatever, uh-huh. you're like, holy shit. You know, well, yeah, if money and success isn't the solution, what is the solution? If that person can't make it, how am I going to make it? Or 
I also relate to, you know, the people that I've had in my life commit suicide, you know, and I think about well, what was going on in their head at the time. Why did they realize how much they cared about? And they don't, they, they don't, they're selfish in the moment. They're being selfish and they don't realize how much they're cared about. I, well, I, I have said that about suicide. It's, it's a very selfish thing to do, but also on the other hand, it takes a lot of fucking balls to give up the rest of your life. I mean, like they're, and it's not like they're sitting there at that moment thinking, you know, um, I don't think they're really thinking of selfishness or unselfishness. They're thinking about how much they are in pain mentally, you know, yeah. and just want to get away with it or get away from it. See, I don't think I would do it because I, with my luck, things would all turn around the next day. <laughs> like I'd win the lottery or something like that. Right. You know, my boss would sell, uh, sell the job to somebody better. <laughs> I know. Like, you know? I don't, um, I wouldn't do it because, like, it's like, I want to see what will happen next. You know, it's kind of like that. Like, you miss out on, sometimes I think about my friends who have committed suicide and I'm like, whoa, look at what they missed out on. Look, look what they didn't get to. See, because, I mean, yeah, yeah, we have bad news a lot, but we also yeah. have... We missed out on coronavirus. No, okay, I'm not meaning like they... I'm not meaning that they missed out on that. Like, some of them have kids, like, when they miss out on, like, when their kid graduates or something like that, you know? They miss yeah. out on... Oh, definitely. When their kid gets married. Definitely. Um, A couple of weeks ago, I took my kid to see Imagine Dragons. That was like his first concert. We went to, I think I've said it on the show before, that was his first concert. It was like the night before the Vegas shooting. But regardless, you know, Dan Reynolds is a very stand-up guy who suffers from depression. And he talks about therapy. He talks about it in his concerts. And I'll play a little clip. This this was from Phoenix a couple of weeks ago. Okay. On it. We're doing all of our audio. This is, this is our audio version of this. Okay. There. Give him right here. Does kite coming out too good? Let's try that again. <laughs> Let's see. Let's try this. Sorry, people. Oh, apparently that's not going to work. Okay. My, 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 my. Okay. Okay, here we go. There's going to be a lot of people in your life who are going to tell you the road that you should take. The only ones you should listen to are your parents, unless they're wrong. Don't ever try to be like anybody else. It's never cool. It's cool to be yourself. Love yourself. Be proud of yourself. Wake up every day, look in the mirror, and be proud to be who you are. We need you to be exactly like you are, not to be like the other person. And above all, this is the one thing, if you take one thing away from tonight, this is it. Therapy is why I am here today. If you go to therapy, I 
that does not make you weak. It doesn't make you broken. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It makes you incredibly wise. It makes you incredibly strong. It makes you prepare for a strong future. If you're feeling any feelings of depression, anxiety, anything, just talk to your parents, talk to your friends, and above all, if it's available, get yourself to therapy along with me. I still go to therapy. Your life is always worth living. Always. And this song is for you. A positive message, you know, that he gives, and that's a good mm -hmm. role model. Um, and then the weekend after, it's true too. Like you're, that's a that's a good message. How he said your life is always worth living. We have plenty of time to be dead. Look at how look at how many years folks have been dead for. You know, it's like we, it's your life is worth living. We only have so much time here. And then a week later, you know, and I thought that was really good. And another part of the concert, um, he dedicated a song to uh, his sister-in-law who died from cancer a couple years ago. And this is like maybe two weeks after uh, my boys lost their uncle to cancer. Mm -hmm. And I'll have to admit, um, both Colin and I were kind of just tears in our eyes during yeah. that song. Um, but a week later, Colin comes up to me and goes, you know what, I'm glad I'm in therapy. I'm glad I can talk about this stuff. You know, when I'm, when mm -hmm. I'm feeling down, I have someone to talk to, and I'm glad that I have parents that I can come to with my problems, and I'm not not afraid that you're going to yell at me or anything like that. And I was like, wow, I was, must be doing a pretty good job. Yeah. That's a point of therapy. Yeah, good job. And I think a big problem that we have you know, we can get kind of heavy in this episode, our celebrity episode. But people see shit like um, Mark MTG last week went after Pete Buttigieg, you know, and because of his. Was gay that not the dumbest fucking thing? And the idiots at her rally cheered for it. I'm like thinking, do you guys not know the way that gay men work? They're not. Why would they be trying to go into female bathrooms? Do you not do you not know that? I mean, the way that she talks, I'm like, why is MTG so obsessed about little girls' vaginas? I, I don't know. She's always seems to be talking about little girls' vaginas, and she's worried about people going like, bitch. Maybe it's you. I don't know. Yeah, and then you had Juli Juliani's son came out and said. Yep, I checked under my little girl's hood, and she is a female. And so I'm the only person that's going to be checking under her hood in a very long time. See, I think it's Republicans who are the most concerned about little girls' vaginas. Matt Gates, Yeah. He dates little girls? Or has sex with little girls? I mean, like, what? And... Sorry, allegedly. Allegedly. We have to say that, allegedly. But also, we're not saying... All Republicans. We're not saying all conservatives. We're saying there is a problem, though, because you had our own governor. You know what? Here, You're here right. Arizona. You're right. I will sit there and say I should retort and not say all. But when your idiotic party 
is sitting there and these are like some common catchphrases coming from it, distance yourself from it then. Call them out and say, I'm not so concerned with little girls' vaginas, okay? Or whatever, whatever. Right. And like, if you so, in our own state, why are you so, you're going to, you want to ban transgender people from participating in sports teams? You don't want to talk about, hey, my mom, my mom, I have two moms or I have two dads. You're not allowed to say that in school. You know, why are they so concerned about that? Especially, this is the party, okay? And no offense to, to my Republican friends, conservative friends. You're the Christian party. Would Jesus like this? No, Jesus would be all accepting. It doesn't matter. And well, if, if Jesus created everything, he created these, transgender people. But some of these people don't subscribe to real Jesus. They have invented Republican Jesus, who obviously loves who, guns. Who's the white guy? Yeah, he's white. He loves guns. He hates gays. I mean, like, which is, which is not what real Jesus and is when, like at all. And when they say that he, they're from the... Jesus was in the Mideast. It must mean that he was from Mideast, Ohio, because that's what they... Right, yeah. That's what they think. If Jesus did exist, Jesus would be brown. And if Jesus did exist, he'd be a liberal. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, and the only reason I was going under that umbrella, Republican umbrella, don't they do that to us? Like, if you're a person who wants health care for all, you're automatically a liberal. If you're a person who, like, is... Pro-choice. You're automatically a liberal. I mean, right. they do the same thing to, to that we, they do the same thing. They do the same exact thing. They generalize. And I was only saying, like, it's, you guys are under this umbrella. Unless you're out there calling people out, but I don't hear you doing that. I don't hear anyone in the Republican Party standing up and, and saying, no, it's wrong for, it was wrong for MTG to say that. No one. No one was there saying yeah. that. No one said it was wrong. And how come there is no consequence? Get back to Matt Gates. How come there's no consequences? You do not hear anything about those allegations anymore. I know. They, it's like their, their consequences, you know what their consequences are? They make more money. She, yeah. MTG draws in the most money out of any other candidate. Well, and just like, you know, with, with Trump and his taxing in New York, it doesn't look like they're going to push through with that because you, if you're powerful, you have no consequences. These are the same people. I'm, I'll throw this out here there. Hunter Biden's laptop. Mm -hmm. Nothing will happen to Hunter Biden, no matter what's on that laptop. If there is anything on the laptop, I don't know. Hey, and hey, conservative media, we're talking about Hunter Biden's laptop. They say that we don't do that. Okay, we're talking about it. Yeah, it's like, and we've always said, if it, if he needs to be investigated, investigate yeah. him. Why not? I said that, oh, the whole Epstein thing. Remember when the Epstein thing was going yeah. on? And they're like, they, and here comes the Republicans cr screaming out. They need to investigate Bill Clinton. They do. They also need to investigate Donald Trump. They need to investigate anyone, anyone who had ties with and that th th This goes back. Anyone. Th this, I don't care what their fucking party is. Th this goes back to that whole thing about power. How come no names were mentioned in that trial? Right. None. None. 
she didn't get offed, you know, or anything like that. And how come when Epstein, while he was alive, why didn't he just go, hey, if I'm going down, everybody's going down, and just spewed out the names? Well, they're saying that's why he got killed. Like, that's the theory. Like, that's why he got offed in prison was because he was going to tell on Bill Clinton. So, I'll, I'll, you know, it was clearly Hillary that went in there and I'll, murdered him. I'll, right? I'll admit that it was pretty suspect, though. What happened to him it was pretty suspect. No, it was. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that it wasn't. And they, the didn't the medical examiner even came out and say that his um, injuries from death are more like from someone killing him versus him committing suicide. Yep. It should. It should be further investigated. Every person that had ties with Jeff Epstein should be investigated, though. All of them. Yeah, take them all down. I lost. Yeah. A, I lost a friend. Um, the one that you got into a fight with after, uh, oh fuck, what's, what was his name? The Fox News guy that we were celebrating that he got fired. We were doing shots. Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were up at Hogs and Heifers, and we were we posted. We made a meme. Made a meme of us doing shots, celebrating that the fact that that he got fired. Bill O'Reilly got yeah, fired. Yeah, we did ours based off of like the one where Leonardo DiCaprio's yeah. holding up that champagne glass or whatever. <laughs> Yes. So anyway, one of my friends took took issue with you. Huge that. offense. Yeah. Oh, he, he called me the c word. Uh, Remember? Yeah, yeah. Like I was, was kind of like, yeah, so down Because drunk. how dare I say anything about sexual predator Bill O'Reilly? As a woman, yeah. How dare you? I know. Say how anything? dare you say anything about that sexual predator? You are a see you next Tuesday. That's. <laughs> So anyway, af- after the Epstein thing went down, he posted like some stupid thing with um, Bill and Hillary, you know, and like they should be investigated and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, hey. I was like, you know what it is, John? I was told me a joke. I was like, I think I post a picture of um, Bill, Hillary, and Trump together because mm-hmm. Trump did used to support Bill and Hillary. Yeah. I post a picture. They of were them. all friends. I p- posted a picture of them together. In the comment section of that, and said, "Yeah, I think you should investigate all of them. I think they're all wearing on it." And he probably blew a gasket. He blew a gasket. Yeah. That guy's a hothead, anyways. Yeah, we. I mean, he, I feel like good riddance. I don't need to be your friend. He he was just like, "Oh, you should watch what kind of kind of news you you watch." And I'm just like, I didn't get that from the news. I was like, I just totally made up the joke. I was like, yeah, I was. I just said, "Hey, sell down, cupcake," and he ended up blocking me. <laughs> Well, you're better off. Yeah. Like, you need to see all that hate yeah. and the anger that comes out of that. And that, gets, that gets to our next subject. So, last Saturday night, I went down the loft and see Aaron Lewis. Uh-huh. I'm going to preface this and say, I do know what Aaron Lewis's politics are. Right. I know where he leans. And, yes, I know he has that song, Am I the Only One? That is, you know, because he's talking about outrage over what's going on in the country and all this shit. And he... He's he led a chant of "fuck Joe Biden" at Stain Show. I knew I might run into a little bit of that. Now, this is driving down there. Um, point of reference: Laughlin's about thirty miles from here. Mm-hmm. You have to go through this little town, Golden Valley. I stopped to get some gas, and there's a mirror, a truck with a trailer, a big Nazi mirror on it. 
I'm kind of less like, wow. And I'm with my friend. I'm like, why wouldn't they just turn that mirror to the inside? And you're openly displaying it like that. And I, I kind of snapped a picture of it, the one I showed you, but you couldn't really see it because the sun was going down, so it was kind of hard to make out. Mm-hmm. If I did, probably if, if you could make it out, it probably would have gotten um, taken down from Facebook, though. Oh, yeah. And I drove by them, and they, they, they kind of noticed that. I was kind of like looking at them like, holy shit, what's up with these guys? And they were proud of it. They're, well, they're white supremacists, so that's... That's the that's one of the symbols for white supremacy. It's not that these people are. I mean, they weren't true Nazis. They weren't around during World War II, but they they support the ideals of white supremacy. So they want to use those symbols. They know exactly okay. what they're doing. And. I don't have to do a kind of research on looking up his license plate and trying to find him on Facebook to realize what political affiliation they most likely have. Right? You sort of of know. Mm -hmm. You know? And that's not a knock on conservatives at all. You just Mm kind of know. Even though conservatives will say mask mandates are like Nazi Germany. Mm -hmm. But then they openly embrace, well, a very few openly embrace Nazis. Now, maybe this guy was just a World War II collectible guy. Yeah, I guess that would be the, the acceptable <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so anyway, going down to Aaron Lewis, and I made the joke to, to who went to uh, Aaron Lewis with me. I'm like going, I'll bet they're on their way to see Aaron Lewis. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but Aaron Lewis doesn't do a whole lot to dispel, you know, my thinking of that. And uh, I'm going to pull up a clip of it. Okay, so we go to Aaron Lewis, we get there, and it's an acoustic show, which he does. You know, he'll just come out with him, like another buddy, a couple guys playing acoustic guitars, doing an acoustic version. Some of the Stain songs, he does some country songs too. Um, but the crowd was overwhelmingly, between every song, just chanting, fuck Joe Biden, Fuck Joe Biden. And they would talk through, because some of the Stain songs are kind of slower songs, and they would just talk, like conversations, like, hey, wah, 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 wah. You know, well, they, do you think Ted Nugent should run for president? And, you know, they, probably thought, they probably felt like they were at a Trump rally, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and, um, and this gets into the religion part of it, because he plays this song. Uh, one of his newest country songs, Everybody Talks to God. Whether you believe in God or not, everybody talks to God and a real conservative message there. And everybody's like, hallelujah, praise the Lord, all hands up in the air during this song. But this is what he goes into next, okay? I think it's this one. Fuck Joe Biden. Yeah! Listen to those cheers. White trash concert. No matter how much she stretches her fucking face. (laughs) I mean, certainly fuck Gavin Newsom. Fuck Sisolak. 
No, you went, he went right from everybody talks to God, praise the Lord, right? Shouldn't that be like an upbeat message, you right, would think? to fuck all these people, I wish they'd burn in hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the crowd, it was the worst crowd I had ever been to a show. And not saying because it was overly conservative. They sound obnoxious. They were rude motherfuckers. It just, it sounds like you were at a white trash rally. I felt, I felt like I was on that cruise ship of, of Reno 911. <laughs> the hunt for Q? Yeah. <laughs> because were they, oh my God, were they all dressed up in their yes, Patriot outfits? Yes. Everybody tried to be more, more Patriot fla- than the other. Yeah. You only got a flag shirt on. I got the shorts, the hat, and the bandana. And I got the shoes. <laughs> They probably have flag print shoes. They're like, I'm more patriotic than you. Watch me prove it to you. Look at my get up. It was that way. It really was. You know, again, too much into, you know, the politics. You know, this is a very important point. Okay. And the people that are on our side who maybe you don't like things the way you're going with Biden. I don't exactly like the way things are going either. Mm-hmm. But. What we're going to have a problem with is all these laws, these, you know, these taking away women's rights, taking away your voting rights, taking away transgender rights. This is all happening before our eyes. So if you don't like Biden, why are you going to turn the House and the Senate over to Republicans when that's going to be their agenda? Maybe they also want all the anti-stuff, like it's becoming more and more that Republicans are just the anti-party. Like, they're just yeah. like, no this, no that, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron did make a good point, though. This was towards the end of the show. Before you go, he, go, he goes off the rails on a minute, but he has a good point here. We got a lot of shit going on in this country right now. Yes, sir! Yes, sir! Little things that we can do. Lower in the ladder of things that is way more important to our everyday life. And it's called being familiar with how things work. If you want things to change on your state and local level, you have to vote in people on your state and local level. He's actually right there. Oh, yeah, he's, it's right. Somewhere along the line, we forgot about our, our state legislature, and we're always paying attention to senators and congressmen and presidents, and they're way, way the fuck over there. They're not connected to you. Nancy Pelosi isn't connected to the fucking universe. Okay, and then, then they go. He sort of goes off the rails there. Wait, you know what? I would have, I would have been irritated if I went to this man's show and because I thought I was going to hear music, and it's like you didn't tell me this was the Henry Rollins spoken word tour. You know, Henry Rollins, it's it's appropriate for him to do that because he literally has a tour that he set up called spoken word tour to where he goes out and talks about things but i would have been so irritated with all of this well talking. And, and what he says in that song 
am I the only one, is he takes a shot at Springsteen in the end because Bruce Springsteen will take a few you know, a couple minutes during one of his songs, and he'll say something, but he got, he doesn't say it. Spring, the difference between Springsteen or Eddie Vedder or Bono, they don't say it in an angry way. And they're like, fuck those guys. Now, to be fair, I did see Billy Joel Armstrong lead a fuck Donald Trump. But then right. later in the show, he said, hey, the political climate in this country, we need to learn how to love each other and get along. You know, he kind of tamped down on it a little bit later. He did say, fuck, fuck Trump. But it wasn't, the crowd at the Green Day show wasn't saying, fuck Trump between every single song. You know, and. Well, the crowd at Green Day wasn't as angry as this crowd. This crowd was angry. What did they have to be angry about, though, really? That's a good question. I don't know why so many people are so angry. Like, people I know who are angry, I'm like, you want to ask them, like, what's so wrong with your life, though? You get to do whatever you want. Like, why are you still so mad? You know, the one thing I did notice during that show is people complain about the gas prices, you know, and stuff like that. And I agree. I don't like the high gas prices either. Me either. Okay. But they had no problem drinking the $9 Bud Lights. The line was ridiculous. Why aren't you like, hey, why does this fucking, hey, fuck Joe Biden. This fucking beer is $9. Well, that, I'm surprised they, they probably did say that. My beer is probably $9 because of Joe Biden. But it, the people, and that was what I wanted to say, too, after that thing that you played, the clip. I wanted to say that real quick, MJ, ago, when when he was talking about you need to vote for people on the state and local level, which I completely agree. I'm like, for folks like you and me, though, that means we need to just move first, and then we can go, because we're never going to win in a place like this. Our, the place where we live is just way too aligned with, Mr. Right. Aaron, what is it? Aaron, Aaron Lewis. Aaron Lewis. I was called Aaron Rogers. But, um, oh, that's another subject. I know, right? But it's like, yeah. How how do you transition like that? I mean, we've been doing this for like, you know, we're like probably 92 episodes, 93 episodes, something like that. And our transitions are flawless because we were going to go to Aaron Rogers next or Karen Rogers, as we like to call him. I know. What is he, like 38, 39? It's $200 million on a four-year contract. So why did he come out, if that's true, if the numbers were true anyways, why did he make a huge deal about saying, those numbers are overinflate? He came out and said, that's not true, blah, blah, blah. What What is with this guy? Yeah, fuck Joe Biden. I get a fucking contract for fucking two hundred million for four years. Fuck Joe Biden. You know. Yeah, like like oh, that's what I was. That's what I got sidetracked. The people with the that complain about the gas. I see people on their razors every day. I be, I don't believe these people. I don't believe them that the gas prices are huge issue to them. If you have the money to waste out there burning up the dirt with your razors. I believe that you shit money. I'm going to go ahead and say that. I had somebody told told me you couldn't even get around on the lake in Havasu last weekend. Yeah. Now, those, those believe, boats, you know how much money it costs? the whole thing that people are really pissed about the gas prices. I think it's just another thing for them to put their little stickers next to the pump 
to me because it makes them feel good. Oh, I'm at least on, I'm at least part of something. It's, it's part of hating something immensely, and I don't know why I really hate it, but I am at least on a hate team. Right, and this all ties into the whole subject somehow, like how we hate and, you know, why do we hate? Why, why, if you're the Christian Family Values Party, do you think it's okay to lead a chant of fuck Joe Biden when you just came out with the Everybody Talks to God song? Why do, does Will Smith find it appropriate to go up and slap another person because of words and the joke really wasn't that good? Do you think it's because, like, religion is so confusing? Like, if you look at all the shit that God's done, do you think maybe some of them are like... Like, it's almost like a God complex, but, and so they're like, well, you know, God had to remove certain people in order to, that, you know, like, got in his way or whatnot. God did some horrible things, so it's okay for me to do bad things to people that I don't like. Do you think yeah. that? Do, I mean, no, for yeah, the yeah, ultra-religious, the people who really yeah. know their Bible, I, I, like, I like, mean, they're, they're like, well... There's reasons to do this sometimes. You know, like when they put up the argument like, well, sometimes there's a reason to kill people. If someone came into my house, I'm going to kill them. Yeah, well, you know, like, like, a, like there's a, reasons for me that I would need to kill someone. That's how they think. So, yeah, well, like a like a tornado goes through Joplin in Missouri and wipes out half the town. And the people say it was all part of God's plan. I'm like, really? That's a kind of <laughs> shitty God. Right? That's a right. shitty God right there. But, I mean, do you think that maybe because... I mean, the ultra-religious factor kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with this. I mean, he's he's taking time out of his show to talk about God and, and, you know, all this stuff. Maybe that's how they think. Maybe they're like, look, I have read my good book. And my interpretation of it is, is like, if you need to get certain people out of your way, that's the God way to do it, right. man. And I would challenge anybody who has read the Bible, because I haven't read the Bible, show me where in that Bible it says God hates transgender people. Show me where it says you shall not be gay. I don't believe it says it anywhere in that fucking Bible. Right. I shouldn't say fucking Bible. I'll go to hell. <laughs> You're going to I'm, double I'm, hockey stick. I'm already in hell, okay? <laughs> I go through hell every single day. <laughs> but... I don't know, man. Uh, on a better note, Tom Brady unretired. We never talked about that. Yeah, welcome back. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Bowl. So, is he going to be playing for the same team then? Yeah, and then his head coach resigned. He's like Brady's Strangely. back. I'm out of here. No, I think <laughs> so Brady pushed strange. him out. Oh, Brady didn't like Bruce Arians? I don't think so, if you believe the rumors. Oh. He was like, he's no Belichick. I know. He, he leaves Belichick. And, you know, the, the ironic thing is what they're saying is um, Brady didn't like Bruce Arians as a coach because he didn't have the same 24-7 mentality of as Belichick had, where Belichick would be there at five in the morning and stay till eleven o'clock at night. Bruce Arians would kind of do it nine to five. Then why didn't Brady not leave the Patriots? He should have because he wanted to prove that he could do it on his own without Belichick. But we already know that you could. 
The ego of that guy sometimes, though, is like... I'll admit it. Big ego. Greatest quarterback ever. Big ego. I don't think you get. I don't think you get I to mean, be that way unless you're ego. A huge sometimes user. is a real problem. I think it was mostly ego that happened to Will Smith and the whole situation True. there. Like True. Like I'm entitled enough that I can go up and slap Chris Rock. Yeah, get that fucking you. ego in check. Um, you know the ironic thing, though, going back to Karen Rogers for a minute, though, is after he resigned his contract. A lot of his players are pissed, and a lot of players left because they were paying one guy two hundred million, which five hundred million, fifty million a year. And you, how you, is you, he? You, how is you, he worth that? That's what can't. I would like to know. How many Super Bowls has he won? One. How does he? How does he warrant two hundred million dollars? I'm not saying he shouldn't get a multi-million dollar deal, but to, I, I'm blown away that they think he's worth that much. And why Tom Brady? was always successful is Tom Brady would be like, okay, I know I can earn good money and he's paid good money. I'm not saying Tom Brady isn't paid good money, but he sure, he makes sure that the team has enough money to sign other players, other good players around him. All the, all the receivers for green Bay left after that. And said, fuck that. We're not going to get paid. You know, Demonte Adams went to uh, the Raiders. Uh, so good luck, Aaron. In Green Bay with no receivers. But enjoy your $50 million a year. You know? So what's Tom Brady's new contract going to be? He was already signed on a contract. I think he, he gets paid like $21 million next year. That, that's fucked up that Aaron Rodgers is going to get paid more than Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers is... Right. And Tom Brady has a, like, Tom Brady has a bling to prove it. Yeah, he's got a Super Bowl ring for every day of the week. It, the interest, another fun fact is Tom Brady has won more NFC championships in Green Bay than Aaron Rodgers has. <laughs> oh, how embarrassing. Green Bay should have tried to get Tom Brady for that price. I know. Well, he was on the contract with, with the Buccaneers. I think what Tom Brady tried to do was, because he wasn't getting along with Arians, was he tried to force his way. He thought he would retire and pro- do a Brett Favre where it'd be like, I'm retired. Okay, Green Bay moves on. And then goes, no, I unretire and I go sign with another team. I think that's what he was hoping for. Because mm-hmm. rumors were he either wanted to sign with Miami or San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if Tom Brady was the quarterback of San Francisco? You'd be excited, though, because you, you would actually have a chance. <laughs> well, yeah, then I'd really have to like Tom Brady. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, I don't dislike Tom Brady. I like him. Like I said, after he said that comment about his wife, how he's like, it is hard to win an argument with my wife. I'm like, I kind of like Tom Brady. He's don't somewhat you think, decent. Don't you think Will Smith said the exact same thing? After you laughed at that joke? Uh, yeah, probably. But at least Will Smith handled it. Tom Brady didn't go slapping somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Chris Rock could have taken a slap from Tom Brady. Fucking Chris Rock had a good joke, though, afterwards. He goes, uh, he was backstage and he said, Hey, that's the only time you can get ever get hit by Muhammad Ali and it won't leave a mark. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So we're gonna go have some bootsies, chicken, some chicken apple brats, chicken apple brats with bootsy sauce. 
which I've had marinating in the high tone sauce. And then I guess we use the pineapple express once they're done. All right. I can't wait. This is going to be awesome. And we'll end it with this. Um, You know, if you're ever in crisis and you are contemplating suicide and you have those dark thoughts in your head, like we always do, you need someone to talk to, call the, uh, the, the talk line, the suicide awareness line at 1-800-273-8255. You know, cause sometimes we don't always have people we can talk to. At least you and I, we can talk to each other, right. which, which we do off, off air. You know what I mean? One of us is bummed out. We'll call the other one. At least we have that friendship where we can do that. Thank and, God. Yeah. Anybody can do that. We were doing it before the show, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. All right. Well, hey, be safe out there, y'all. And, uh, you know, hey, don't hate as much. World's going to be a better place. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. Love one another. Yeah. Peace and love. Peace out. <laughs>